All right, welcome to the Cub Cooker Supernatural Podcast. My name is Jacob Cooker, but my friends call me Cub, and you should too. Today I have a fantastic episode for you called Teachings of the Fallen Angels and what you need to know. This is going to be a fantastic episode. Uh, sorry it took me a while to get going. I had it scheduled uh, for 11 on the dot. I literally had an event scheduled over on Facebook. Had a lot of interest and excitement. I went to go live in the event and it says that I have do not have access to live stream. And I messed with it for a while. Basically, it looked like I was banned from live streaming. So um, I had to go in, cancel the event, delete the event, all of the excitement around the event, right? Um, and the reason this is bothersome, guys, is this is a really important message today, okay? This is the 212th episode, 212. And I'm very excited about that. I love numerology. It's a cool number, uh, palindrome number. It's also marking our official website launch of our .com. Very excited about that. But I found it super interesting and intriguing that, you know, something didn't want me to go live. Um, and you can chalk it up to goofy technology stuff. Uh, or you can say, you know, there's always a thing in the road, right? There's always something to keep us from our goals. Um, and with that said, um, I want to get into it today. We're going to talk about... Fallen Angel Doctrine, what it is, what you need to look out for, what you need to avoid, but also what you might need to rethink and readopt into your own thought processes. What's up, Shelly? What is up, Missy? Missy says, hi, I was wondering what was going on with the live. Yes, uh, 212 has been super prevalent for me lately. That is awesome. Um, yeah, I don't know what the deal was. It, you know, I tried and then I ended up having to delete the event. Um, I even was, I had you know, this beautiful background planned and I was going to do the green screen again. Um, and then I get on Facebook and literally they took the green screen away again. I mean, they do it like every few weeks, they'll add the green screen to live and then they take it away and YouTube won't add it at all. TikTok has it. Um, Instagram occasionally has it. So we're just going to keep doing it in the studio with the cool lighting and stuff. That's all I know how to do. And then I'll add the artwork to the thumbnails. So um, I love the artwork that I do, but ultimately, um, we're at the mercy of these platforms. So getting into this today, um, we're going to read Jude 1, 6. Now I'm going to jump around from biblical to mythologies to the Enuma Elish to the book of Enoch. We're going to jump around all over the place, but I'm going to give you guys a lot of context around what fallen angel doctrine looks like again what to look out for and what i promise you you've been missing about the fallen angel doctrine that the church doesn't want you to know that your family and your friends don't want you to know that the whole world doesn't want you to know and that there's actually some pretty cool things in there and there's a way to look at all of this that's going to completely set you free so that you can go within and do that inner work of the self which is the most important the highest work, the absolute reason you're on this planet is to deal with that stuff within, wage that war within the self, right? You got to conquer your thoughts, you got to conquer your heart, your feelings, you got to conquer 
your chakras, you got to conquer all of the energies within you, all of the unseen realms within the self, right? Uh, Jen says, I found your videos yesterday. Glad to catch a live. Welcome, Jen. Just so you know, this is a live raw podcast. This actually goes out to Apple and Spotify. We're in the top 5% on Spotify in 2022 within the religion and spirituality space. Uh, they don't have a faith, spirituality, and paranormal space. So uh, if they did, that's what I would be in. But um, Ari says, get on with it. Ari, get out of here. Um, that's what my podcast is, man. This is uh, It's an hour conversation with people that give a damn about this stuff. So if you don't and you don't want to hear me ramble and actually dig through this, then peace out, Ari. Um, so with this, uh, in Jude 1.6, it says, And the angels who did not stay within their own position of authority, but left their proper dwelling, he is kept in eternal chains under gloomy darkness until the judgment of the great day. Now, again, we're going to be talking about this. You know, who are these fallen angels? Why are they judged? Why are they in chains? We all hear that, right? Everybody's heard, oh, fallen angel technology, watcher doctrine. Oh, it's stuff to be afraid of, guys. You know, they taught magic and it's evil stuff. But I am going to show you guys this, a particular fallen angel today that you know and love that you would never consider calling a fallen angel while you sit in the church. But when you look at what the text says, you start to go, man, man, that's weird. Um, Jacob Cooker, let's begin educating, my friend, Jonathan says. Thank you, my friend. I don't know that I'm here to educate so much as enlighten. Uh, your education is ultimately up to you. Go look all this stuff up. Go go dig yourself. Go go on your own inner journey with it. All I can do is bring some enlightenment to the text and some open-mindedness to you. Um, Jeffrey says, good morning from the Dale. What is up, my friend? How are you doing, Jeffrey? Um, Jay Croc says, hello there, sir. I've been a friend for a little minute now and you've got my attention, sir. Thank you, my friend. So this fallen angel doctrine, we know from the book of Enoch and I'm going to jump over to Enoch. We got to say it with a k, Enoch. People rag on me all the time about how I say stuff. I'm over here in West Texas. I say inky, I-N-K-Y like inky. Like he's a little squid, Inky. No, it's Unky, Enky, Unky. However you want to say it. I don't even know how to say it, guys. I don't know how to say any of this stuff, okay? I have no qualifications, by the way. I'm just a fallen angel who fell in vibration. And I'm here to return the knowledge. I'm here to return the knowing. And that's what I'm going to share with you today. The truth about who you are, too. It's going to blow your mind if you have an open mind. It's going to scare the hell out of you if you've got a closed mind. And you're going to think I'm absolutely insane if you're living in ignorance. See, I can't even talk today. If you're living in ignorance, you're going to think I'm insane. And that's fine. Because this message is going out to the whole world, but it ain't for everybody. You're welcome here in love and light. But only if you hear it and you see what I'm talking about do you get what I'm talking about. Richard says, evidence that Enoch is true. It's all true. Let me tell you that. Let's, for the back of the class, it is all true, my friend. 
It is all true. Enoch is true. The Enuma Elish is true. The Bible is true. The Sumerian tablets are true. The book of Thoth is true. All the Gnostic doctrine is true. It's all true and it's all telling a massive story that you can't understand because you are unwilling to look at the whole picture because it's a massive amount of data and it requires that you actually get up in the morning and give a darn about your own spiritual understanding. And I'm saying that to me, guys, because I live my whole life in darkness going, there has to be one written doctrine. There has to be one true thing written down in one place or God doesn't love me. No, 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 no. God loves me so much that he gave me everything all at once right here and now in the infinite moment, heaven within. And I have the opportunity to read the Enuma Elish, to read the book of Enoch, to read about Anki and Enlil, to read Isaiah, to read the Bible, to read channeled messages from extraterrestrial plants on this planet. Well, that's not true, Cub. Those people are, okay. They're only as out there until you experience it yourself. By the way, you get to an understanding that none of these things are real anyway. You actually are manifesting them. You want to do some white magic, walk around your house, and imagine archangels, imagine these massive entities of light wrapping their wings of light, wrapping these spectrums and fat fractals around your home in protection. Start calling forth warriors of light into your life. And all of a sudden your flesh, your ego is going to start going, mm, mm, and all of a sudden you're going to feel like, oh, I got demons, there's demons around. You get a buddy that calls you and he's speaking like a demon. This happened to me last weekend. I know what you really want. You just want to manipulate people. That's what he sounded like, by the way. How do I know it's a demon? Because it's been following me my whole life. And that demon is called the God of this world. That energy is called the God of this world. It's called the God of my flesh. It's called the God of the ego. It is the thing that I manifest when I needed to be put in line. I don't need to be put in line anymore, by the way, because I got an open mind. When you have an open mind and an open heart and you are aligning yourself and you are staying out of the vibration of sin and you are staying in the path of righteousness. And I'm not talking about the religious path. I'm talking about the one the Buddha laid out. Christ laid out, Krishna laid out. It is literally the path of the highest good for yourself and others. That place of understanding is what I want to talk about this morning, about what these angels did. So first off, we see that these angels, it says, It came to pass when the children of men had multiplied in those days, were born unto them beautiful and comely daughters, and the angels, the children of the heaven, of the heaven, okay? the heaven we got to understand all of these mythologies guys and i'm going to call the bible mythology i'm going to call enoch mythology i'm going to call the enuma elish mythology everything is mythology because it's all partially true and it is all esoteric and it's all literal and it's all metaphysical 
and it's all stories with heroes, with gods, with warriors, with protagonists and antagonists, all from cultural points of view. And now is not the time to hold on to cultural points of view, my friend. And I'm saying that to everyone in love and light. I love your culture. I love your faith. I love your background. That's amazing. Celebrate it. Love it. But now is not the time to assume that the answer is in that. Because the answer is outside of all of that. And it is within you. And so these angels, these watchers, they come down upon Mount Hermon. One of the mountains of the gods. Many mountains of the gods, by the way. Every culture has this story. We hear about Mount Sinai. We hear about this mountain of Hermon. Now, if you've read the book by Dr. Michael Heiser, rest in peace, my friend. I learned a lot from him. I learned a lot about getting started on my journey. I learned a lot about what this Mount Hermon really was. And his whole book, Reversing Hermon, was about the fact that what Jesus did reversed what the Watchers did. But I actually believe that what Jesus did reversed what God did. And when I say God, you can capitalize it. I don't care. I'm talking about the God of this world. I'm talking about the God that punished, that brought floods, that unalived millions of children that wanted literal sacrifices of gold, silver, and virgins, and animals. Guys, it's all in your Bible. Go look it up. You can try to justify it all day long within your own ethos and somehow attach all of these theological meanings to it. And if you're willing to stop that for a moment and read it in a pragmatic point of view and just read it for what it is, it'll shock you. And then you have to question everything that you've been taught, everything that you've learned, and everything that your salvation is built on, by the way. And so what does that have to do with these watchers? Well, these watchers, they come down and they decide to intermingle, commingle their genetic materials with the daughters of men and create their own children, their own race, okay? So immediately... Here we are back in Enoch, and then we hear about this in the Enuma Elish as well. We have genetic manipulation going on. And we know from reading the Enuma Elish and the story of Enki and Enlil, that Enki had a half-son. He had a son with an earthly woman, with a human, a hominid, whatever you want to call us back at that point. And that son that he had is none other than tied directly to Noah in the Bible. And if you go and study this and you understand that there was a flood and Enki told his son or Enki told his son, get out of there. Build this ark. And in some versions of this, I've, I've uh, been studying this for a while. You can go look it up, but... In some versions of this, it sounds like a disc-shaped craft in which he takes genetic materials off the earth rather than loading up all the squirrels and mice in a big old boat. By the way, 
Am I saying the boat story didn't happen? No, I bet you there was a lot of boat stories happening. There's a lot of cultural gods that knew what were happening, knew what was happening, and they told their half-children to get the heck out of there too, to try and protect themselves. Did it always work? No. But we know that there it wasn't just Noah and his family that repopulated the earth. That doesn't even work genetically. Like We know that. It, with a scientific mind looks at this and goes, that's, that's ridiculous. So we understand that this story is more than what we're reading. It is a mythology based on myth, and it is an anthology of what actually happened. And that's how I interpret all of this, guys. It's the only way I can sleep at night, by the way. Uh, Lavada says, uh, Lavida, how are you, my friend, says, I'm so happy to see you live. Thank you for sharing your wisdom. Watching from Savannah, Georgia. Awesome. Welcome from Savannah, Georgia. Um, let's see. Yeah, Randy, if you're looking at different heavens, like first heaven, second heaven, third heaven, dude, that ain't where God is, man. You got entities there. You have psychic entities there. You have extraterrestrial entities there. You guys know what I'm talking about here. You have fallen angels. You have powers and principalities. You have cherubim. Ophanim, you got those UFOs, the wheel inside the wheel. Those are all over the place in different heavens that we don't have a clue about, by the way. But that ain't where God is. Yahweh may dwell there. By the way, it says he dwells in thick clouds of darkness and smoke and brings forth blessings from dark places. Yet Jesus says, in my Father there is light and there is no darkness at all. Richard says, share evidence that those entities exist. Richard, you want a lot of evidence, man. You need to stop. You need to go, go within yourself. You need to go on a journey. You need to go on a spirit walk. Whatever it is for you, you need to experience and quit asking for proof. Because I can prove to you anything that's not real is real. By the way, your body does that every day. Your flesh does that to you every day. Your ego does that every day. You're proving that you're smarter than the class by asking, support your claims. I'm not here to support anything other than share my experience. You want proof, go ask somebody else. Jesus didn't prove anything. Krishna didn't prove anything. Buddha didn't prove anything. But he gave you the path to experience it for yourself. And when you experience it, you don't have to prove anything. You just experience it and it is. And it is outside of anything that can be claimed and named. It is outside of anything that can be supported with evidence. And that ultimately is what faith is. The evidence of things unseen. It is unseen realms, my friend. Unseen realms. That's what my whole channel is about, by the way. You want proof, yet I have people over here that are literally seeing aliens every day. Literally. And the neighbors are witnessing them. Neighbors are witnessing them. Okay, these are not crazy people. These are people that are either scared, intrigued, or have gnosis of what is. And that's either living from ignorance, from passion, or from the highest good. Miracles and healings are proof of Jesus. It's also proof of the quantum. 
Um, Cub, would I like a moderator? Yeah, I mean, I kind of just let these comments roll. I mean, the more comments there are on here, the better the algorithm likes it. So all these haters are actually pushing my video. Richard here is like, he just throwing money in the slot machine for my video going out to the masses here. So thank you guys. Uh, so as long as nobody's attacking anybody in the comments, we're good. Um, let's see. Uh, yeah, okay. Um, let's see, Quantum. Um, I guess you're Adam, uh, Adam over here. Uh, yeah, it's Quantum Christ. Okay, how is everyone? Fallen angels are the old pagan gods. Baal is literally Zeus. Yeah, okay, so absolutely, absolutely. And that's what I'm talking about. All of these mythologies tie together. And by the way, you can't, you literally can't say this god is this god. We don't know, okay? We, we, we honestly don't know. And I literally want to show you here where Enki and Enlil have been named and renamed and repanthonized and unpanthonized in certain pantheons of gods. That's not a word, but I can make up words because this is my show. So to say this is this and that is that is, guys, let's, let's not be ignorant. And I'm not saying you are. I just mean even for me, I'm not here to tell you that this god is this god. Like we have evidence, if you want evidence, that things have been changed around. Pantheons have been moved around. Yahweh is a Canaanite God. He's a Canaanite God, okay? And in the Canaanite Pantheon, I'm going to read to you guys uh, what this looks like. Canaanite Pantheon of Gods. Check this out. Y'all jump over to Wikipedia, and you're going to see this. You have El, Anat, Arsu, Ashara, or Asherah, Asarte, Atar, and a bunch of others. Baal, Berith, Eshum, Mot, Satan is one of these gods, by the way. Yahweh is one of these gods. By the way, Yahweh and Satan work together all the freaking time. Go read Job. Yahweh and Satan are making a deal. And then you have another god there, which I believe is El. And I have people argue with me all the time. That's not what that means. No, you need to read the text and you need to read more mythologies besides your Bible because your Bible's lying to you. And I'm going to be honest about that. Your Bible's lying to you. It has 66 books in it. You guys that know numerology, 6, 6. Add another 6 to it. I mean, come on. Like It, it literally is created by humanity to program the masses. And I love the Bible because it has some great mythologies in it. It has some great stories in it. And yeah, by the way, you want some proof of that, Randy? I'll prove to you right now that Yahweh is not the most high God. I will say the most blasphemous thing I can here in the class, right? Because that's what everybody thinks. Millions of people worship this Yahweh entity without even knowing his name. He is the God of this world. He is the self-proclaimed God of the flesh. Guys, all of this is in your Bible. I don't have to sit here and prove it to you. Those with eyes to see and ears to hear. I can sit here and argue this all day long. But I'm telling you, Randy. I'm telling you, Richard. I'm telling you, anybody that wants to argue with me on this, go look it up. Deconstruct yourself long enough and get outside of your comfort zone of the threat of hell, which is not your destiny, by the way. And open yourself up to something that might actually enlighten you and where you go, wait a minute, wow. 
In John 8, 4, 4, Jesus says, You are of your father, the devil, and you um, and your will is to do your father's desires. He was a unaliver from the beginning and has nothing to do with the truth because there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks out of his own character, for he is a liar and the father of lies. Go look at everything that OT God did. Go look at everything that this Yahweh character did. He is the father of lies. He couldn't tell a, a truth from the beginning. He told Adam and Eve that you'll be unalive if you eat of the fruit, and they weren't. He just curses the land, hates on them. Then he spends the rest of the Old Testament trying to rebuild. And I want to share, da, 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 da. he is the beast in Revelation, by the way. The God that most people serve is the beast in Revelation. One of them. Randy said, um, let's see, what did you say, Randy? Um, why would you believe any of the Bible if you doubt any of it? Great question. Why would you believe any of any book if you doubt any of it? Why would you believe any reality if you doubt any of it? I don't doubt it. I just know it's not all true verbatim. I just know that it's a mythological document. I understand that it deals with esoteric themes. It deals with some history. It deals with some literal things. It deals with some salvation. It deals with some control. It deals with some politic. It deals with a lot of different things. And we have to understand that. Right here it says, In his arrogance, Yaldabaoth boasted to the other archons that I am God and there is no other God besides me. By the way, Enlil did this. By the way, Yahweh did this. By the way, they're all the same, right? You guys have got to start looking at the character. What did Jesus say up here? He said, out of his character, his character, what is a character? It's an archetype, okay? You have archetypes in your life right now. I'm an archetype. I'm an archetype of the guy who's not afraid, of the guy who questions everything, of the guy who's willing to deconstruct, who's willing to put my own like comfort, my own what if I go to hell on the line to maybe find some truth here. And I'm an archetype. If you want to be like, then you can follow through that door. Jesus was an archetype. Buddha was an archetype. Um, let's see. Christine says the Bible's interpretation is what you may disagree with. Yeah, I mean, I love the Bible. I mean, I grew up with the Bible. I have no issue with the Bible, but it's it's how it's interpreted. It's the fact that I can see it so clearly what Jesus was talking about and who the fallen angels are and what they were trying to do and the archetypes of light versus darkness and the war that is waged within the self. Yahweh is the God of the flesh. It is the God that you serve from about seven years old on. By the way, this evil entity, this demon, this energy, whatever you want to say, that I spoke with the other night through a friend, a friend, right? I can't hold it against the friend, right? Because this thing uses people and it has my whole life. And I met it when I was about seven years old. How did I meet it when I was seven years old? It's when I started getting programmed on who God was according to the world, not who God was according to me. 
and according to the child in me, according to the free spirited magic is real. I live in the quantum. Nothing is concrete and I can create anything. I am one with the father and the father is one with me. But at about seven, start getting told, no, 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 you don't understand. God will punish you. Look what he did. It, all these babies. He just, oh, but it's because he loved you. And he had a plan later on, a plan for salvation. Now never fades exactly. The battlefield is in the mind. By the way, guys, if you absolutely love what I'm talking about and you're like, dude, Cub is, he's on fire. I, I resonate deeply and I want to go deeper with him and understand how he thinks and how he wages this war in the mind every single day. Because by the way, I do. That is where the battle is fought and won. Okay. It is, it's misinterpreted all throughout history. You go see people going out and they're trying to, oh, we're freedom fight. No, 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 no. That's, that's not me, guys. Everything I'm going to teach you is within the self. I'm not here to build a new society or a commune or any BS like that, okay? I want you to get better. Somebody's hearing me this morning and it's starting to click and you're resisting it and you're like, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. This might be evil. What if Cubs leading thousands of people, hundreds of thousands, millions even astray? You got the devil in your head, my friend. And you need to find that ascension protocol within you and start waging that war that's within the mind. And it is coming for your thoughts. It's coming for your emotions, by the way, because it'll move you. That'll move you if your thoughts won't. You start feeling like crap. You start feeling guilty. You start feeling. That'll move you wherever it wants to. And ultimately, your actions, all of that comes out, and it's what you're doing in the world. You're not stopping to help people because you think, oh, I, I got to get here on time. You don't have to get anywhere on time. Time's not even real. You don't understand my boss. Will, well, there's other bosses. And if you're like me, I've been serving the same boss since I was seven years old and I'm done. And I'm going to serve the Christ energy within me. And those with eyes to see and ears to hear. You know what's up. This isn't about some new world order or anything like that. This is about if you never left your house, you can do exactly what I'm talking about. You go within yourself. You wage the war of the self, the war of the mind. By the way, and we're going to see here in a minute, that's what a lot of these fallen angel doctrines that you're going to hear about, people just label them all over the place, are teaching you. I'm going to get into that in just a second. But if you resonate deeply with what I'm talking about, the reason I can show up here every day and speak these truths, do it boldly from my heart, from my authenticity, is because we have people that support what I do. And I don't just ask for support. I show up a thousand times what I'm asking. And if you love what I'm doing, go check out my website, cubcooker.com. C-U-B-K-U-K-E-R.com. You can check out my Supernatural Light Warrior Academy over there. Literally, I'm going to teach you 
all of these things. It'll teach you how to live in the supernatural, how to go within in the supernatural, how do you build a business around the supernatural. I'm going to help you apply it to your money, your time, yourself, how you love others, how you serve, and your bigger vision for life. Missy says, and awesome merch. Yes, I do have some awesome merch over there as well. I also have a bundle where you can get everything I offer. I'll talk about that later on. But I don't like to market too much, but I have to make sales every time I go live to continue doing this. So if you love what I'm doing and you want to keep seeing me here and you're like, dude, this guy is spitting game nobody else is, please go support what we're doing. And I promise you, I'm going to give you so much in return for your support. You go over there. We've got the Academy, we have the Patreon podcast, and we have our Soul Tribe. We have a bunch of them in here today. We got Shelly, we got Missy, we got Rebecca, we got, who else do we have? Truth of Travels. We got a ton of people in here today. Jennifer, thank you guys. Y'all that are in the Soul Tribe and, and you're everywhere else too. God bless you. Thank you for what you do to support what we're doing. And anybody will tell you with what we're doing here. Guys, I go all in on giving you value. We just built a brand new website. I'm not the guy that's here to just suck your money and give you whatever. Guys, I'm all in about this. And that's what I want you to be all in too. I want you to stop believing what you believed your whole life growing up and start thinking for yourself. Start doing the research. Start understanding what all of this is about. Christine says, what is your site? It is www.cub.cub cooker k-u-k-e-r.com k-u-k-e-r.com cub cooker.com um it's also in the profile everywhere if you just click on my picture it'll take you over to my profile and then my website's right there so man you got this uh you go look up the, the Canaanite pantheon of gods and you're going to understand your Bible a whole lot more. And you're going to understand who these fallen angels are. You're going to understand this whole narrative. So I want to talk about Enki and Enlil real quick. Enki, later known as Ea or Ea by the Akkadians and Babylonians, was a Sumerian deity of wisdom, intelligence, tricks, and magic. Loki energy here, guys. Freshwater, healing, creation, and fertility. Originally, he was worshipped as the pantheon god of Eridu, which the Sumerians considered to be the first city created when the world began. According to the myth, Anki gave birth to the Tigris and the Euphrates rivers from the streams of water flowing off of his body. Anki's waters are considered life-giving, and his symbols are the goat and the fish both of which symbolize fertility. What did, you know, we have the ichthys, the Jesus fish, right? I mean, guys, come on, come on. Like, Inky is Jesus. Archetypally, okay? I'm not saying literally, I'm not saying any of these characters literally existed, but I'm telling you, you're missing the point of mythologies. Every mythology is about you. It's not about trying to tell you the historical data on something. Now, the church will make it about that. People that defend the script, that's why it's called scripture. It's a script given to the masses so that they'll repeat spells over and over and over and over. I'm not good enough. I'm sinful. I'm a worm in a bucket. I need a blood sacrifice. I need a savior. I need this. I need that. No, 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 no. Start thinking about the white magic 
start thinking about the spells of positivity, start thinking about the archangels, start thinking about, ooh, who could we think about here that brings light into the world? Watch this. Y'all ready to blow your mind again here. Isaiah 14, 12. How you have fallen from heaven, O morning star. Son of the dawn, you have been cut down to the ground. O destroyer of nations. And by the way, the word destroyer here does not mean destroy. It means to prostrate. And in another translation, it says, you who laid the nations low, which means you brought them down to their knees. Who was building the nations that didn't want them brought down to their knees, wanted them divided, wanted them at war with each other, and wanted them continuing to funnel gold, silver, resources, prayers, spells, and sacrifices to it? The God of this world. Who might this character be that was a fallen morning star? Or in the Latin, Lucifer. Okay? You guys are afraid of that word because you've been programmed to be afraid of that word. I'm not talking about Luciferian cults, by the way. Anybody will completely flip anything. Anybody in this world can adopt anything good and turn it into something bad. You can put poison in an apple. Okay, We know that story from, what is it, Snow White or whatever. Doesn't mean the apple was bad. It means somebody injected something bad in it, right? That's what I'm talking about, guys. You've got to get over your fear. Your fear is keeping you from everything you want. Your fear is the initiation to get you to where you want to be. You want to be open-minded. You want to have an open heart. You want to be one with the Father and have peace. There's my train. Randy says, yes, sir. Absolutely. Nobody knows the day or the hour, Scripture tells us. Absolutely. What is that about on a very literal level, though? On a very literal level, take away prophecy, take away all of the religiosity and the holiness of it, the set-apartness. On a very literal level, that means you don't know when you're going to die. I don't know when I'm going to die. Nobody knows when we're going to be unalived, either against our will or because of old age or whatever. We don't know the day or the hour when we will actually meet with truth without this, because this ain't truth. And I'm all about living as long and as healthy and well as I can. Because i got a lot of work to do. But I'm telling you guys, you got to start reading the other side of these words, okay? Flip the script. View it from a different point of view. Stop trying to make sense of it in a way that you feel like is doctrinally or theologically correct or okay or somehow doesn't challenge you. Like, look into the challenge of it. There's nothing more challenging than looking at this verse in Isaiah 14 and realizing that mythologically, a god of this world, one of these gods, whoever you want to call it, whatever name you want to call it, one of these entities is bringing judgment against the morning star. By the way, what's another morning star? In Revelation, Revelation Morning Star verse. This is how I look stuff up, guys. You guys want to, I mean, you want to go look things up, go look it up. 
I, Jesus, have sent mine angel to testify unto you these things in the churches. I am the root and the offspring of David, the bright and morning star. He is saying, I am the Lucifer. Why am I yelling? Because I want you to hear me. Please stop sleeping on this. Please. And there you go. You got. I mean, we got another one in here. I mean, this is, guys, get, you, you're mentally, you've got to get out of that mentality. Google is not the pl best place for information. Yes, it is. You are attached to a quantum internet. It's about to be quantum. You're about to have access to every piece of information ever given. I am literally reading from the actual Bible itself, okay? Don't go read some moron's blog. Don't go read my blog. Go read the text. I'm, give, I'm literally giving you the keys. All I'm using is a voice prompt leading me to thebible.com, whatever, and reading this verse. This, that's out of the King James. You want me to go read out of uh, a different version? I will. Guys, I'm telling you, I'm fired up this morning. This is episode 212, and we're done playing around, okay? Literally, I'm giving this to everybody, but it's not for everybody. And I can tell you that from all of the comments. You got people over here, you got people over here, and there's people right here. There's people that are resonating with what I'm saying, and you're like, dude, this is, this is good. East says, you're saying David was the devil. No, I didn't say David was the devil. I'm saying David was deceived. And you're deceived and I'm deceived. Because the God of this world is the great deceiver. This is deceiving because we think this is physical when really it is a low vibration of pure light. Merle says, it was a big pill to swallow, but it's all true. Yeah, absolutely, man. And Merle, you know, we've been through this journey together, my friend. Merle's in our soul tribe. This is not some weird doctrine I teach over there. We're not some weird little community guy. This is a bunch of really open, loving, normal people that just want the truth. And by the way, they're ready to wage that war within themselves. And ultimately, they're looking for encouragement from other people. It's a battle over your mind right now okay missy amen missy you don't know how poignant what you just said was because after i spoke with this entity the other night i made that deal that i'm not here i'm not here to try to like save everybody i'm here for those that hear my voice I am literally here in the name of that Christ energy, in the name of that light, that morning star. As the dawn comes up and a new understanding, a new self, a new person, a new earth, whatever you want to call it, is born, I will be there to usher it in with everyone. I am here now. And my whole life, I've been this guy. I've been the guy that... You know, I had friends that liked to burn ants with, with the little magnifying glass. And I remember bawling as a kid. Because these ants deserve to live. They deserve life and life abundantly. I remember literally punching a kid when I was, when I was younger. 
I didn't like drop him like that, but I remember I punched him on the shoulder, you know. Leave him alone. There was a kid that was collecting snails so they could pour salt on him. Why? Why the evil? Oh, boys will be boys. No, 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 no. Evil will be evil. Okay, the flesh will become the flesh. The ego will become the ego. I am in charge of everything. I will rule. That's what that God said. I'm not saying there will be no other God but me, but I am saying that I take authority. I'm in charge of my own thoughts, my own emotions, my own actions. I am one with the Father. Uh, B3N asks, is Jehovah God the Father? There's a bunch of different names, guys. I don't care if you call him Boogly Boogledaboo or the Great Flying Spaghetti Monster. Look at the character. I'm, tr I'm giving you guys the keys right now. Literally, give there's the train for confirmation. Whenever I start spitting hard on truth, get a little confirmation there. Look at the archetypes. You don't need a name. You need an archetype. You can create your own character. You can create your own comic book with the truth in it, by the way. Stan Lee did. Author of Marvel Comics puts some of the, the deepest esoteric truths right there within his comic books. Are those canon? Hell yeah, they are. Is the Matrix movie canon? Hell yeah, it is. Great question, interesting fellow. Is Lucifer the son or the father? So Jesus said, I and the father are one. No one comes to the father except through me. Lucifer is the bright and morning star, the light bearer. By the way, the 13th zodiac. Osephius, or oh, I don't even know how to say it in Greek. It's the serpent bearer, the shining one, okay? By the way, shining ones were always associated with stars because they glimmered. They were associated with serpents because of the scales on a serpent that glittered and changed color. Guys, go look at Polaris in the sky in the early dawn and watch it change colors. I remember when I lived out in the country, I would look out the bedroom window in the middle of the night and there was one night that I literally saw colors in the room. Colors, like rainbow flickering colors and I was like what is going on and it was you know I had woken up and so my eyes were very sensitive and I was seeing frequencies of light that I wouldn't see during the day or just when my eyes had adjusted and I remember going to the window and I put my glasses on and I'm like what is that in the sky and there's this orb that's just flickering and changing colors. And I got my phone with the Sky app on it or whatever it's called and looked up and it's like, oh, it's Polaris. What in the heck? What? Why is it changing colors? Guys, it always does that, by the way. It's sending out frequency. And by the way, that's what I'm doing and that's what you're doing. And that's exactly what Christ does. That's what Lucifer does. That's what the bright and morning star, the one that fell from heaven and prostrated the nations, guys. Your nation is prostrate before this energy because the flesh, the ego cannot stand in the light of this. And you can go through scripture and try to disagree with me and prove this and say, this is the name and you don't understand this and all this. I'm telling you, my understanding is of a higher order. It is of the archetypes of all of these characters. 
I am not a part of some Aluma whatever or some, you know, numerical rite of passage here. I have nothing to do with any of that, guys. I am. That's how I come to all this understanding. Paul says I'm deceived. Ept name there, my friend. Ept name. Look at Paul. Look at what he did. A plant by Rome or a secret esoteric messenger of the Gnostic doctrine? I love Tarot East uh, Coast Girl asks. Uh, Tarot is literally just tapping into the algorithm, guys. You know, you want to know the secret to life, tap into the algorithm. Flow with the algorithm, train the algorithm, train yourself, train others around you. Training is important. You have to train the flesh. Satan is the father of lies. Absolutely, Paul says. Um, by the way, what's the best lie in the world? Pretend you're God. Pretend you're God. Make millions of people agree that you're God. And hide yourself so deeply in culture and in all different traditions, races, and religions, by the way. How can I offend everyone in one statement right there? You know, you know, I love you. We're open-minded here. I fly the rainbow flag. I fly your flag of your culture, your understanding, your history. I love you, but guys, we're one. And the highest truth is the fact that we're one. I am you and you are me. Spirit Wanderer, yes, absolutely. That is definitely one understanding. Anu is the Father, and Lil is the Son slash Son. Uh, Enki is the Holy Spirit. However, however, you need to read Hindu mythology. You need to read the Bhagavad Gita, and you need to understand that Krishna, Christ, Krishna, Christos, he says that his unseen qualities comes through in the light of the candle, the light of the sun, the light of the moon, and the light of men. You can go read the Bhagavad Gita. How do I understand all this, guys? Because I read, because I'm deep in thought, I'm deep in understanding with all of this, and I go hard, guys. I go hard in this stuff, okay? I'm not here to play around. I'm not here to, uh, you know, you got a lot of people playing around that are trying to tell you this is this and that is that. I'm trying to tell you, like, look at it. I'm trying to tell you there is not one understanding of this. There's not one interpretation that is correct, perfectly, 100% correct. The only way you can find a truth is by understanding the archetypes and feeling into the truth. Okay, And the only way you can feel into it accurately is when you're completely in control of your emotions and you are completely devoid of fear. Fallen angels are the Anunnaki, yes and no. The Anunnaki, lots of different gods. The Canaanite pantheon, lots of different gods. We have fallen angels in the book of Enoch, and we have an entity in Enoch that says it is the most high. But I don't believe it, because Enoch's standing in front of it, and Jesus says no one has stood before the Father. So my question is, who do you believe? You believe all these other gods, or do you believe Jesus? Do you believe the Christ energy? Do you believe the Lucifer 
or the bright and morning star, the light bearer? Like, what side do you want to be on? Are you on the side of judgment and bitterness and darkness and unaliving all of these babies and trying to make everyone worship you? Or are you on the side of everyone coming into understanding, into love and truth and unity? Are you on the side of nations being prostrate before that energy of love and light? And Jesus talked about going to another place. He talked about literally being a star seed. We heard about glorified bodies and spaceships coming down. Truth of Travels says, I love that you plant the seed for us to grow with you. Thank you, Cub. Absolutely, my friend. Absolutely. Katie, welcome. Pedro, welcome. Jennifer says, I am with Source. Amen, Jennifer. By the way, that Source is, that's what a lot of people say, oh, the sun god is evil. Oh, no, no, no. This is the sun. S-U-N or S-O-N. Tell me how that energy is bad. Tell me how that beautiful frequency of light coming in and upgrading your whole self and your understanding is bad. I, I don't understand it. Now, there are different sun gods throughout mythologies where people would sacrifice things and worship the sun god because it was a disc and it glowed and it looked like the sun and it made night look like sun. Because these ETs are very real within our histories and our mythologies. Are they real for real? Well, they're real in some realm. I'm real right here. But when I get in my mind and my spirit, this is not real. When I get into the light frequency, this is not real. This is actually like ice. If vapor is the realest form of water, like this vapor coming out behind me, it can do anything and go anywhere, then the water inside of it is a lower vibration, literally. But the lowest vibration is that water in my freezer right now, that ice. Don't be ice, guys. Don't be in the flesh. Move into the liquid place. Flow with it. That's a beautiful place. At that point, it's like, how is this happening for me? The universe is working for me. When you turn into that water vapor back there and your mind is vapor, how did I create this? And how am I gonna create into this? That's the highest place to be. Sonia says the sun is so important um, uh, in activating our DNA, a huge re reason they go so hard with the sea trails to prevent that energy. Ding, 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 ding. Now, I'm not much one for conspiracies, you guys know that, but I see them floating over my house every day. Y'all see them too? We're either collectively insane or we can just see, right? Why do they stay around for hours, days, and then all of a sudden there's this hazy mist and then all of a sudden there's clouds. All of a sudden that sun is bye-bye. But I'm going to tell you right now, I walk outside and those clouds part. Sun literally shines on me. No matter how cloudy the day, I walk outside and if I'm there with the intention of praying and meditating in the sun, it will shine on me. And I can prove that. It's weird. I questioned it at first. What, what voodoo is this? What's happening? Guys, I went out there just a minute ago 
it's misty and hazy and there's clouds and I stood on the porch and within 60 seconds of my intention going out literally there's a hole in the clouds and my house is illuminated you want to find my house go look for where the sun shines oh Cubs special he's the chosen one you're the chosen one raise your frequency get in vibration do everything you can to avoid sin. I spent my whole life in sin. I know exactly how that lowers your vibration. I know exactly how that makes the day dark. I know exactly how that makes you hate yourself. But you've got a Lucifer in you saying you're loved, you're enough, you're ascended. I'm going to give you the gifts of the Spirit. I'm going to give you special gifts, special knowledge that others will seek and never find because it's not written on a map and it ain't in a dang book. It's in you. It's in you. It's in you. You're the temple, guys. You're the temple. The elect, absolutely. We are all the elect. Those that choose it. Those with eyes to see and ears to hear. If you're ready for it, if you hear it, you resonate with it, you feel it, Claim it. Choose it. Move into it. By the way, it'll ruin your whole life. Or what you think your life is. You won't go there because you're happy and content. You like your bubble. You like your comforts. You like your nice house. You like your nice car. You like your nice job. You like your pain-in-the-butt friends that'll stab you in your back. But you're happy because you got a nice circle of them. you got a bunch of friends. The measure of a man is who shows up to his funeral. B.S. The measure of a man is the fact that he doesn't need a funeral because he's infinite. I've had a lot of friends before, by the way. That's pretty overrated. I don't want friends. I want a tribe. I want family. I want our soul tribe. And that's what I've got, by the way. Paul says, we are not gods. We are closer to ants. Well, according to Jesus, ye are gods and the scripture cannot be broken. By the way, he was saying that facetiously, but reminding you, hey, what I'm saying ain't that heretical. Because your scripture says that ye are gods, and the scripture can't be broken. And he's saying, I'm bringing you a higher order. I'm bringing you the ascension protocol. Paul says, I don't go to church. You don't have to go to church, man. You're projecting that same message through your words right now. Rebrand him all you want, Paul says. I'll rebrand him the way I want to, but you better rebrand him too because you got yourself in some dark patterns, man. And I'll tell you where those patterns lead. This isn't just for him. This is for everybody. I'll tell you where they lead. They lead into cycles of sin you can't stop. They lead into self-destructive mindsets. They lead into uncertainty about the future. They lead into anxiety and depression. And they lead into you serving on a level where you kind of have this mentality of, well, if I just do good in life and love the Lord, then what? 
You can go sit at the bar with your buddies and talk about how crappy your job is and how you need a new union to protect your rights with it or whatever. I know exactly where you're coming from because I've been there, by the way. Spiritual Wanderer says, yes, negativity. Yes, absolutely. Paul says, free will. Yeah, you have free will. You have free will to choose your God. You want to be a worm in a bucket? Poof, you're a worm in a bucket. Poof, you're an ant. But I choose this verse. How you have fallen from heaven, shining one, son of the dawn, you have cut... You are cut down to the ground who laid the nations low, who prostrated the nations, by the way. Brought them to their knees. You said in your heart, I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. But what God, right? I will sit on the mountain of assembly in the far north. Why is that important? Because the mountains were where the gods touched down. It's where heaven met earth. It's where every deal with the devil was made. Yet you shall be brought down to Sheol. Where is Sheol? What is Sheol? It's the place of the unalived. Jesus did that. He said, I will ascend. He brought the nations to their knees. He sat on the mountain in the far north, interestingly enough, when Satan took him up and said, I'll give you all the kingdoms of the earth. He said, I'll ascend to the heights of the clouds. Oh, he did that. He did that the last time he saw the apostles and he ascended up. I'll make myself like the most high. He said, I am in the father and the father is in me. He was brought down to Sheol. He was unalived. Those who see you will stare at you. I think there's a lot of people staring and pointing while he was on the cross. And while he was on that march down the street where he entered and he came in with palm branches one day. And the next day he was carrying a cross. They will ponder you saying, is this the man who made the earth tremble, who shook kingdoms? He did. When he was crucified, there was an earthquake. The veil was torn. Who made the world like a wilderness. Who overthrew its cities. Who didn't release his prisoners to their home. That's what they wanted out of him, by the way. That's what they wanted out of a savior. They wanted someone that would rescue them from Rome. Now this verse can easily be applied to Satan, right? I've heard it applied over and over and over. Even Satan cloaks himself as an angel of light. But it says in the Old Testament that Yahweh cloaks himself in light. And then he can take it on or off. Almost like a light source turning on and off before he hides in darkness. Tara says, illusion, absolutely. Missy says, we are the church. The 144,000 are those who are undefiled by Hoymans a.k.a. undefiled by the church and false doctrine. Very good, Missy. Guys, it's all frequency. That 144,000 is a frequency of vibration that we're in. It is a spectrum that we're in. 
And I love that. I love that. I don't believe it's literal 144,000 people. I just don't believe that. But if it is cool, if it's not, I, I see it as a frequency. So. so how does this verse have to do with fallen angels and fallen angel doctrine? What were the fallen angels teaching? So first off, they created their own races. They taught to make swords, knives, and shields, and breastplates, metals of the earth, and the art of working them, bracelets and ornaments, beautifying of the eyelids, costly stones, coloring tinctures. And there arose much godlessness. They committed fornication, and they were led astray, and they became corrupt in all their ways. Gabriel looked down from heaven and saw much blood being shed upon the earth, the lawlessness being wrought upon the earth. And they said to one another, The earth made without inhabitant cries, and the voice crying up to the gates of heaven. Now this is interesting because you have a certain God on the earth at this time who's literally causing a lot of this war and division. Who's literally causing ground to be taken for certain tribes or certain kingdoms as we've looked at in the Gnostic. Then said the Most High, and the Holy and Great One spake, who sent Uriel to the son of Lamech, and said to him, Go to Noah and tell him in my name, Hide thyself. So here the Most High and Holy One is speaking and saying, Go, tell Noah to hide thyself, and reveal to him that the end is approaching. However, in the Sumerian mythology, this is Enki going to tell his son, Hide yourself. Destruction and calamity and flood is coming. Do you see how this is not, it's not this is this and that is that. It's what is the archetype. If you're looking for one document of truth, if you're looking to find all your answers in Enoch or all of them in the Enuma Elish, are all of them in the Canaanite pantheon? Are all of them in the Bible? You're looking in the wrong places. I understand the archetypes because I've been all of them my whole life. That's why they're archetypes. I've been the God of the flesh. Punishing myself. Something has to be unalived in my place, right? I had to have that Jesus on the cross my whole life. I don't want the Jesus on the cross, guys. I want the Jesus ascending into the clouds, ascending into my mind, sitting at the right hand of God, communion with the Father. I and the Father are one. And then you've got magics and literally pharmakia, which you got a lot of people that try to tie that word and say, oh, that's what we're doing now. All of the, you know, things that we're getting now. No, 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 that's not what this is talking about, guys. These entities came down and they built societies. They taught us how to protect ourselves. They taught us how to heal ourselves. They taught us how to use the Earth's frequencies and magics. Now, there were evil ones that twisted that and took that for their own good. Use it in the flesh. It will not stand. It will only hurt you. 
Use it in the spirit. It will bless you. It will create beautiful spiritual kingdoms and archetypes around you. By the way, it will create angels. It will create frequencies. It will create electrostatic energies that are of a high vibration that as soon as they attach to positive people, they bless them. You want to create a bunch of little blessings floating around. Raise your frequency. Start loving others. Forgive yourself. Love yourself. Go within. The war is first within and all of this stuff is playing out. You can say it played out in history, but look at it as the battle for your heart. Look at it as what, what God do you want sitting on your heart? You want the bright and morning star, the renewer, the one that ascends, the one that conquered the God of this world? Or do you want to be sitting in judgment of yourself and others? It's that simple, by the way. It's that simple. Um, ego is the anti-soul. Our true souls are one with God already. You got it, Quantum Christ. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, no pain, just unconditional love. Absolutely, Tara. Absolutely. And as long as we're here in the 3D physical, I mean, even Buddha taught that there's always suffering. The only way to transcend it is to ascend in the mind. Jesus taught all of these yogas and meditations. He taught bhakti yoga, love and devotion. That's how it goes, right? By the way, how do we have zero likes on TikTok? I think that's broken. I know I've seen hearts flying across TikTok and now we got zero likes. I know there's been a lot more likes. So y'all just slam that screen Get it up to 10,000 before I sign off on here. Show TikTok what's up. Thank you guys over on Facebook and thank you for the stars. The stars help me a ton. I get the, the benefit of those. So thank you guys. That helps our channel grow. Um, if you want to support me beyond that, you can join as a patron member of our podcast where you get actual separate debriefing episodes, little short mini sessions where I go through what I just talked about on the audio version over on my website. Um, you can join our Soul Tribe community if you're just really, really want to get around some more people that are like-minded. The Soul Tribe is where it's at. And then if you want to go deep with me where I just take you down the rabbit hole, we have hundreds of video lessons in the academy over there. Go check that out. Start becoming a light warrior within yourself. Start illuminating yourself, and you're going to illuminate others. Okay, Jonas says you have 4.2 thousand. Truth of Travel says I show 2.3. Yeah, I'm thinking something's broken today. I'm thinking technology is not wanting this out there today. Do me a favor, guys. When this is done, go over to my YouTube, go over to my Instagram, my Facebook wherever this is archived, and reshare it. Share it to your feed. Share it with your friends and family. That helps a ton. Do it on all platforms if you can. This will be up on the audio podcast within the hour. It'll be on my website within the hour with a special session after this. I'm going to stay on for a little bit longer here, record a separate section where I'm going to teach you exactly how to apply what I'm talking about. So if you want that, that's over on the VIP podcast. 
or the patron version of the podcast, whatever you want to call it. It's all clearly labeled on my website. There's only a few different options on my website. I'm not one of those guys that wants to have a million different things going on. I don't have a blog and all of that crap. I just have the ways I can serve you deeper and the ways you can uh, bless me with supporting what I'm doing here. So thank you guys. Uh, we are divided by our egos. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Mercury retrograde messes with electronics. Tara says, yeah, I definitely believe that. Shelly says, got to run, but I'll see you this afternoon. Thanks, Cub. Love you. Shelly, thank you for being here. Thank you, Tara. Thank you, Angeline. Thank you, Sonia. You guys that haven't followed me, hit me up. Everything's at cubcooker.com. All of my official socials are there. There's a crap ton of copycat accounts out there, okay? It's at cubcooker. That's it, okay? There's people trying to steal my stuff all over the place. They're downloading my videos. They're creating fake accounts. They're trying to email you to do tarot readings and psychic stuff. I don't do that, guys. I don't do one-on-one -on -one right now. And if I ever do, it's going to be on my website, cubcooker.com. So don't believe the liars out there. I'm here. Follow this channel, the one that you're actually seeing live right now. Everything's at cubcooker.com. You can click on all the little icons at the top there. Follow me on your favorite platform. I love you guys from the bottom of my heart. God bless you guys. You'll have a beautiful, beautiful afternoon. I'm going to see you this afternoon, 3 p.m. Central Standard Time. I'll quit scheduling lives on Facebook and just do them from now on. You guys know my schedule. Love you guys. You'll have a beautiful afternoon. Peace.